Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Rishi Sunak is a coward, a man with no sense of leadership whatsoever. Embarrassing doesn't even cover it. Just a little recap. Boris Johnson was found by a parliamentary committee with a majority of Conservative MPs to be the massive raging liar. Anyone with a brain knew he was a very long time ago, but it's officially confirmed. Now, Rishi Sunak served as Boris Johnson's de facto number two. He was his Chancellor of the Exchequer. He enthusiastically helped put him in power. In the 2019 leadership campaign uh, for the Conservatives, uh, Rishi Sunak said, Boris Johnson is one of life's optimists and can help us recapture a sense of excitement and hope about what we Conservatives can do for Britain. Well, the Conservatives certainly did do Britain under Boris Johnson's leadership, quite comprehensively done it in. So we need to just amend a few of the words that Rishi Sunak said. Absolutely brimming with praise and adulation for the man he helped catapult into number 10. Um, he did, after all, say, upon becoming uh, Prime Minister as well, Rishi Sunak, that this government will have integrity, professionalism and accountability at every level. Trust is earned and I will earn yours. So he could have shown some leadership, some courage, drawn a big fat line between his administration and that of Johnson's, shown the integrity, professionalism and emphasis, accountability that he promised. But instead, what did he do when the debate on the report happened? Like Dick, doesn't turn up, not there. Completely absent. Absolutely pathetic. What a coward. What a wimp. Now, here's what I said about this on Sky News a bit earlier. Well, I think it's very clear that there's a complete absence of leadership from Rishi Sunak. Rishi Sunak was obviously appointed by Boris Johnson as Chancellor of the Exchequer. He owns his own political career to uh, to Boris Johnson. Remember, Sajid Javid was the Chancellor until he was removed on the basis that he wouldn't subordinate himself enough uh, to number 10. Um, it's very clear that Rishi Sunak's trying to head off a revolt from those who remain Boris Johnson's loyal left lieutenants. There's not that many of them. I mean, bear in mind... Boris Johnson could have chosen not to resign as an MP, make his case to the House of Commons, stand in front of the MPs and tear the report apart line by line. He chose not to do so, which I think itself is revealing. But he's also told his key allies not to do the same and to abstain um, in the debate. But what Rishi Sunak could have done is come out swinging, say he was found bang to rights by the Privileges Committee, uh, make it clear that a big red line uh, will now be drawn between uh, the current uh, leadership and Boris Johnson's time in office and face down Boris Johnson's supporters. The fact he didn't decide to do that, I think, is a very obvious abdication of leadership and actually respect more those Boris Johnson cheerleaders who, like Rishi Sunak, were very much complicit in Boris Johnson's premiership, who stood by him rather than those who put him in power in the first place uh, and now are washing their hands of him as though they had nothing to do with it, nothing to do with OSGOV. Now, I do think this is an important point to note because the strategy of the Conservatives in the last 13 tragic, tragic years, and actually they are tragic in, in every sense, is with every change of leader, they pretend it's a, just a poof, magic, whole new government. Ooh, it never happened. I wasn't part of what happened before. It's all new, a novel, change, change. 
And, you know, May did it. Johnson did it. Trust did it on the premise that he hadn't been right-wing enough. That went well. Lol. And uh, Rishi Sunak is doing it all over again. Don't let him get away with it. Don't let him get away with it. He was a pliant Johnson ally until his leadership ambitions were fueled because he was in the right place at the right time, in charge of the nation's finances when a massive pandemic hit and a furlough scheme had to be introduced, as in other rich countries, Britain wasn't an exception there. So he got a superficial popularity boost as the guy pouring free money into your bank accounts. Um, and then much of the commentariat, who are very gullible people, suddenly went all gooey. Oh, this Richie Sunak, oh, he's cool, great, he could be Prime Minister. And then obviously people kept saying, you can be Prime Minister, you can be Prime Minister. It got into his head, Boris Johnson noted it. Um, and then he turned on his former leader uh, when that person, just at the very moment, I mean, beyond when it became untenable, but he left it as long as he could in order to try and steal the crown. Now, he is a coward. He is a spineless man who preaches integrity and behaves in the exact opposite way. As he flees the burning wreckage, he helps uh, douse in petrol and set alight. Don't let him get away with it. These are the same crew who gave us the worst squeeze in living standards since the early 19th century. Awful economic growth. Public services in meltdown, not least the National Health Service, a housing crisis, the decimation of our welfare state, crumbling infrastructure, a disastrous COVID response. We really could go on for a very, very long time. So note that the, the fact that the Conservative Party was almost entirely uh, the front bench today in the, in the debate, was almost entirely empty, except for Penny Morden, who to her credit didn't even support Boris Johnson in his leadership campaign. These people put him in power. They helped create this monster that has devoured much of the country. And now they just wash their hands of him and pretend and hope that we'll just forget. Now, speaking, by the way, I mentioned Theresa May. I'm not standing for this. Let's just hear her in the debate, shall we? Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly ebay gets it so look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch stitch sole and logo is checked by experts with ebay authenticity guarantee you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach ensure your next purchase is the real deal visit ebay.com for terms the decision of the house on this report is important it is important to show the public that there is not one rule for them and another for us. Indeed, I believe we have a greater responsibility than most to uphold the rules and to set an example. The decision also matters to show that Parliament is capable of dealing with members who transgress the rules of this House. If you like, to show the sovereignty of Parliament. And following an unsettling period in our political life, support for the report of the Privileges Committee 
will be a small but important step in restoring people's trust in members of this House and of Parliament. And I also say to members of my own party that it is doubly important for us to show that we are prepared to act when one of our own, however senior, is found wanting. I will vote in favour of the report of the Privileges Committee. I urge all members of this House to do so, to uphold standards in public life, to show that we all recognise the responsibility we have to the people we serve, and to help to restore faith in our parliamentary democracy. Oh. Bravo, Theresa May. Bravo. Yas Queen. What a legend. Oh, she's come good. No, stop. Stop this. I've seen this all over Twitter. I've seen this all over Twitter. The sorts of responses, I'm sorry, some people need to be told. Memories shorter than the average hamster for whom politics seems to be just vibes and not substance. This Theresa May, who's now trying to position herself as this paragon of integrity, uh, is, this, is going to be livid, furious when she finds out that there was a prime minister called... Theresa May, who knew exactly who Boris Johnson was, anyone vaguely sentient knew that he was a liar, a charlatan, a self-serving clown, who was obviously laughably and monstrously unfit for any form of high office, she made him foreign secretary. She made him Britain's representative to the entire planet. That's what Theresa May did. And indeed, she helped legitimise him after, if you remember, in 2016, when he seemed to be the heir apparent after Cameron fell, when Michael Gove stabbed him in the back, massively wounded him, Theresa May helped bring him back from the dead. That's what she did. Conferred legitimacy on, upon him. Gave him a big stage, gave him a big play, a platform. She played her role, and that's, not to, that's just ignoring what Theresa May did. You know, she's also one of the ruinous architects of what's happened to this country. You know, the whole Theresa May shtick before she became Prime Minister was to spend her time as Home Secretary whipping up bigotry against migrants, including with blatant deceit. She once claimed that a illegal migrant couldn't be kicked out of the country because he had a pet cat. Not true. That's what she did. She helped whip up that atmosphere, which led to the so-called hostile environment, which led to Windrush Britons in this country being denied medical care, being kicked out of their houses and deported from their own country, along with all the other things she did. You know, again, austerity all the terrible attacks on the welfare state, all the terrible Tory policies that we've gone through over the last few years, she was absolutely instrumental in making them happen. Don't have a memory of a goldfish, is what I'm asking people, okay? This is how accountability is overridden. We don't get accountability in this country because people are just allowed to wash their hands of things they've done. George Osborne's another, treated as some sort of esteemed commentator on national events. He's one of the worst guilty men in this whole saga. I honestly think George Osborne's the worst of the lot in terms of the austerity he introduced, the harm it caused, and the political turmoil it spurned on. And because we don't get accountability, we don't learn the lessons. And what happens when you don't learn the lessons? You allow these things to happen over and over and over again. Don't let these people off the hook. Don't let them get away with it. They're spineless, they're cowards, their duplicity now amounts to nothing, given what they are responsible for. They all put him there. They put Boris Johnson in power. They kept Boris Johnson in power. And only when it was far, far too late for this country did they decide to suddenly change their minds. Not good enough. Don't let them get away with it. Please like, subscribe, support us on patreon.com. I'll see you in a bit. 
Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.